You're listening to Talk Dating to Me, presented by Refuge on Franklin, the best spot for date night in Chapel Hill. Welcome in to Talk Dating to Me, the hot dating talk show in Chapel Hill on 97.9 The Hill. Make sure you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, on the radio, streaming on WCHL, chapelboro.com. Rate, review, and subscribe us on Apple, Apple Podcasts and tell your Friends, are you going to introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm your host, Ross Martin, joined by. You're not the host. You're one of the hosts, and I'm your. Other, I am the other host, Sharon. There's nothing more I support than dual hosts and women's uh, rights and independence. You could adjust your language to um, better. Okay, uh, we're going to get into Jessica with Jessica back. <laughs> she was on the last episode. We dive into kindness and height and the traits you value in a partner. But now we can kind of talk about uh, Jessica's dating relationship. You want to kind of get in here, Sharon? Hey, sure. Your friend this again? is my friend, Jessica. Hello. I have heard lots of dating and relationship stories from, and we've talked about it for years. Yeah. How's your... So how old are you? I'm 42. Okay. And you, you said you're an active dater currently? Yes. On all the apps? Yeah. Um, how's it going? And... Sorry. Wait, no. Just more background. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So you, can I say you were in an eight-month relationship? Yes. And then you moved away for a while for for internship and yeah. then came back. And now you're back. I'm so happy you're back. I am so happy and to be here. you're back on the, the apps. You were dating. Yeah. Met a lot of great guys. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So, yeah, how's the? how would you kind of uh, describe your dating life? Active. I love that about Jess. <laughs> okay, so you go on dates. Uh, I do. One or two a week. Yeah, I would say one or two a week. I think lately. Jessica has a really healthy perspective towards dating. I think the vibe that I get from you is that you just genuinely like meeting people. I do. And, like aren't nervous about it. Yeah. Uh, does it intimidate you? I think you're a people person, so it's totally. a little easier for you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have a expectation. So like I mean, I should say, I shouldn't say that. There are expectations, but I don't have like an expectation of this is going to turn into the best relationship of my life, or I'm going to get married to this person, or we're going to have babies together, or whatever. Like that's just not in my mind when I go on these dates. That's so healthy. How do you do that? Because <laughs> I think that's uh, an anomaly for a lot of uh, daters. Like I know so many female friends who like put so much pressure on themselves and put so much pressure on those early dates and they can't help but let their mind go down those Sure. Paths. Sure. You know, I, I part of it is like I haven't always been that way. So I think in my early 30s, I was really focused on the marriage and the family and having children. And that really dictated a lot of the um, choices that I made. And they weren't always great choices. Like I would hang on for dear life in a bad relationship because that drive to have kids and to be in a and be in a family was just so strong. Um, and part of that, I think, I don't know that that's true for all women, but part of that for me was that my parents were divorced when I was really young and I was an only child. So I mm. really wanted to be a part of a family. Yeah. Um, and maybe create that myself. And so I, and I know that, you know, as we kind of move towards this like era where it's okay to be divorced. It's okay to, you know, that like, I, I wonder about what that's going to be like for kids growing up. Absolutely. How many relationships do you say you've been in? Like, can you, I'm just interested. Is that, well, whatever you define relationships, is that something that's easy for you to quantify or is that? Um, 
You know, well, I was married when I was um, 26 or 27. I always forget that. For a a year and a half or something really ridiculous. You've been married Um, once? Yeah, just once. And just for a year and a half? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a whole nother story that I, you know. Well, anyway, um, moving on. (laughs) (laughs) It's so far in the the past. It's It's so far in the past. It's like my friend Andrew, who was married, was like 23 for like a year. Yeah. I mean, it was just a really, it was one of those poor choices. It was one of those, like, I was in North Carolina. I'm from New York originally. So I was in North Carolina getting my master's degree at ECU. And we met and... um, and I just felt so alone in North Carolina yeah. as a, as a northerner. I know it sounds kind of yeah. weird, but I really did. And he was this person who kind of was accepting of me. And so, you know, there's that. And also, I think also there's this idea that like relationships have to be um, this super romantic and um, I don't know, like dreamy, passionate yeah. thing. And at the time it was really intense and like, a crazy kind of, uh, I don't know, domino effect of things that happen. And, and so, um, that's kind of, that kind of is how my choices were made then. And, and again, you know, feeling like I needed family. That's so interesting. That's a good point. And that's something I, Ross and I have talked about a lot. It's my frustration with you, Ross, and how some of your dating patterns, I mean this kindly, but I think like, um, chemistry fades and or mm-hmm. chemistry in the, typical idea of that word, like those sparks that you get from someone yep. at the beginning, like that, f- I don't know if fades is the right word. I think it shape shifts into something totally. really different. And I yeah. think it like shape shifts into something that can be really beautiful. But I've, I've talked, I've met a lot of people who just end things very quickly after mm-hmm. those kind of initial flames start yeah. to, to dissipate. Yeah. And I think that's too bad. Yeah. If you talk to anybody who has kids too, I don't have children, but anybody who has kids, that fades when you have kids. And so you have to have a really strong base in order to uh, maintain a really healthy relationship during that time period because it's hard to get in your alone time and you have to be really open and honest and communicate all those things with your partner. So. You have to keep keep it spicy. Keep Keep dating your partner. Even with kids. That's right. Yeah. No, that's right. You got to get babysitters. You got to make time for the relationship. My brother read, does that with his wife. Yeah. I read somewhere, keep being curious. Always be sure. curious. I like the, that. Having kids can't end the fact that the relationship with, as a, an unmarried guy. <laughs> yeah. Let me, let me tell you what I think. <laughs> Let's, um, but like it can't end the fact that the relationship with your wife and partners is the most important relationship. Yeah, no, it's so true. So your your dating life, I mean, I'm interested in it. Um, any, it seems like it's a positive thing for you. Yeah, are you not frustrated with it, or do you have frustrations at this point? Like, I don't have any frustrations at this point. I'm. I think part of it is like, you know, I'm still trying to figure out what's okay for me and what I want. And you know, I, I went. I was what. In 2016, I left my 13-year job and moved back down to North Carolina to get this PhD. And so, like, for me, it's all about my career right now. Oh, yeah. And think about the flexibility you've had by not being married. Oh, absolutely. Go back, start no, a absolutely. career, get a PhD, and that's huge. A lot of people don't get to do that. But that's the thing I was also going to say is that, you know, in those, in, the, in those 13 years, what did I do? I focused really hard on, like, trying to meet somebody and get married and, and do the family thing. But, um, I didn't focus on me. Like yeah. I didn't do the thing I really wanted to do, which was go get this PhD, go pursue my career. That's awesome. And so I kind of feel like a late bloomer, 
a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think more and more these days. I mean, if it wasn't the South, like it'd be pretty pretty normal. To to yeah. like to just be still working on your career, still trying to like get married and find a partner oh. at at a later age. But I also think you're you're modeling how you can do both of those things. Exactly. Like you do have a really yeah, you totally. have focused on your career. You do have a really healthy dating life. Like I I feel like you do you and you're independent. Yeah. But you also like want a relationship. Like you you right? Am I yeah. right? Oh no, absolutely. Um mm-hmm. and so I I think you're a great model of how you can do everything. Oh boy. You're doing it, Jessica. You're doing it all. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back to talk more with Jessica, get into um, some psychology stuff on dynamics and relationships. I want to hear more about her dating life, any crazy stories, any, (laughs) like, what's it like, things Uh like that. Everybody's different. It's interesting to kind of explore how people um, navigate it. First, we'll talk about our sponsor, Refuge, the bar inside the Franklin Street Hotel. My favorite drink is the Oceanside, a light, crisp, kind of summery drink with celery bitters and lime. It's really nice. So check that out. They have great craft cocktails and great small plates right on Franklin Street in the heart of Chapel Hill. Refuge on Franklin. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Talk Dating to Me, made possible by Refuge on Franklin, serving balanced craft cocktails and satisfying small plates on the ground floor of the Franklin Hotel. Welcome back in to Talk Dating to Me. I'm introing this segment because Sharon had too much wine. Um, <laughs> we're with Jessica, and we're talking about her dating life. We did a little bit off the air there, and Sharon has swiped for Jessica. I have swiped for Jessica. And I'm interested in kind of like... What does a date look like for you? I know, I know you, you said you have no expectations, but I mean, when you're dating someone, okay, like right. your first date here, then what happens and how, how do guys approach you? How do, how do they kind of woo you and all that stuff? <laughs> woo, right? woo, that's good. Uh, yeah. Court, court you. Yeah. I, uh, I think it's so interesting to see how dating has kind of like shifted throughout the past couple of decades. <laughs> Um, but men, men typically now are, they are a lot more, um, respectful of like, do you want me to pick you up? Do you want to meet here? How, how do you want that to look? Um, that kind of stuff. And then also things that I'm not used to, but I know it's so, it's so interesting to me that I know like people who are in college right now, like kids who are 20 and 20, you know, in their twenties, everyone is talking about, about consent and things like that, like asking first. And that's just not something that I grew up with. Yeah. So it's a very different. Consent for like sex? Like even like, can I, let's, let's kiss, not necessarily sex, but you know, like anything like that. Like, is it okay if I hold your hand? Is it okay if I do this? Oh, I like it. Why geez? Well, I'm a huge consent guy, but a consent to a kiss? Huge consent guy. I think it's really beautiful. I think it shows that people are being more, like, thoughtful and aware and um, perceptive. And I think that's really encouraging. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and you said dating some guy. What's your age range for dating? 35 to uh, 50. Okay. And you said you encounter people with kids. Yeah. As expected. Sure. How do you navigate that? Um, hmm. I actually dated someone for a while with kids and, um, it was, it was interesting because I had to, you have to, I had to really hold back on all my opinions about, um, things that were going on in that, in that dynamic with his kids and his ex-wife and, and then the parenting. Dynamic? Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. That's so interesting. Yeah. Because you, because I all of a sudden was like involved in their family, which is something again, you know, I yeah. talked about before yeah. I really liked, but part of your job. 
Bur- yeah, it's part of my job. That's right. Yeah. Interesting. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, that's tough. Yeah, I, I, I don't have any experience with dating women with kids, but... Um, or men with kids for that chance. I do. I dated a couple guys with kids. Really? Um, yeah, it always kind of like Jeez. came out. Oh. Actually, not always. I, I can think of two. One, it came out like pretty late into mm-hmm. <laughs> into our. Uh, I got to pick up Sally. Dating life. Oh, um, and the other one, it came out very early, and um, yeah, I mean it. It's. At this point, it's it's an it would be a no go, and yeah. it was at that point. It's just not. Yeah. And I and I feel bad. And those were like amazing people, and I could tell from I could tell from their lens that they were also looking for something else in their dating experiences. Sure. Like they wanted um, a partner for themselves, and they were also looking at someone who would be a positive mental yeah. figure for their kids. Yeah. I could like sense that from them. For sure. You know, the thing that I have a uh, problem with is when people introduce their kids to their partner, their, you know, whatever, new relationship, new person in their life too soon um and that just comes from my own background and and also being a kid of divorce you know like seeing my parents date and I just I feel really strongly about about that so you know when especially when guys put um pictures of their kids in their dating profiles I appreciate that you're telling me that you're a dad but I also your kid didn't give you permission to put their picture on their website and on your dating profile oh that's an interesting yeah point yeah I mean that's a big thing that's coming up kind of through the uh, on through the I don't know the mesh I don't know what I'm trying to say but yeah um the um, I actually went on a, a date recently, and uh, this person told me that their son said something to them about putting them on Facebook. Like, you, I didn't give you permission to do that. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's like... I put my niece on my Instagram all the time. Yeah, yeah. But again, right, like... <laughs> I do too, but she she also... She's older. Gets yeah. tagged on her Instagram. So, my but, niece is three. Yeah, but again, you know, like, this is something that... Uh, it's just interesting. Like, I, I feel like, hey, that's really strongly to me. Like, your kids didn't ask you to be put on a dating website for all these people to Does see you. Does that outweigh their intent of trying to be straightforward, you think? What do you mean? Like, do, do you see that as more problematic? Uh, no, than- I, you know, I just tend to, like, kind of be like, ooh, are you mindful? Are you thinking oh, that's about things? So in- that's so interesting. I've never thought about that because I see it as very mind. I yeah. I was also a teacher in, like, sure. like 10 years ago. We'd always, like, put kids on all of our social media. Yeah. And now I'm more aware, and I've sure. just learned about that. Um, but my thoughts whenever I, I would see a guy that had their mm-hmm. children in their profile, I would, I would thought it was really, like, kind and respectful yeah. and thoughtful of them. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll also say, that being said, I have gone on dates with men who have had their kids on their mm-hmm. pictures. But it's just something that, in the back of my head, I think about, you know, like... What are your intentions of putting your children in there? Is it because your children are, are your world, which I would expect anyway? Mm-hmm. You know, like that's something yeah. I would expect anyway. Um, but maybe I have an idealistic view of life. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's always the case. I know, I know, I know. Okay, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back to talk more with Jessica. First, we'll talk about our sponsor, Refuge, Great Bar, right on Franklin Street, the Franklin Street. Hotel, um, great cocktails, great small plates. You want to give a shout out to Refuge? Check them out, Ryan Franklin, inside the Franklin Hotel Refuge. See you there. 
Welcome back to Talk Dating to Me, made possible by Refuge on Franklin, serving balanced craft cocktails and satisfying small plates in the ground floor of the Franklin Hotel. Welcome back in to Talk Dating to Me. We have a, a couple of minutes here on this segment, and we're going to talk about this article. And the article is super complex, and it's on... Uh, it is. I think every Not sentence. That complex. I think every sentence in this article <laughs> it's has value. academic in nature. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a PhD. All right, all right. Um, I was, we I forget was sometimes. Scrolling through everyday feminism, and I came across this article, and I think what the main thing. Or I mean, there's tons of topics to talk about, but the main thing is this idea of. Uh, let me pull it up here. Oh, of women playing coy, being elusive. Oh yeah. Uh, being. You know, not honest about their intentions and playing hard to get. Mm-hmm. And I think both y'all both just went, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts on that, <laughs> on women playing hard to get, this culture of that, and, and why men may feel that is attractive and so on. So I just hate it. I think it's a dating game, and I, oh, I yeah. hate dating games. It like it makes my gut coil. The idea of like playing hard to get or playing. Now let's give some examples. Anyway. Have you ever done that in any way, like in a text, all that stuff? I don't think I. I don't think it's been playing hard to get. I think I'm aware of not not being overbearing. Not of my communication style yeah. and how much I'm communicating. Like I'm aware of all that, and I consider it. I I don't think that's playing hard to get. I do think that's like borderline these games that I and that's oh, what I yeah. hated about dating. Like I hated getting in my head. Like am I texting too much? Should I should I wait ten minutes? Is it okay to? T-? I hate that. That's do you guys sweet. remember the book, The Rules? No, there was a book. Okay, because so God. yeah, there was a book called The Rules, and it was like a women's guide to dating, and it was all about how you should play hard to get, and how um, he don't always have him fly you to wherever he is. He should come oh visit God. you, and um, yeah. What world was that living in? We flying everywhere. Oh man, <laughs> Aziz well, Ansari right? didn't he like fly his date to I don't Nashville know or something? Like what are your thoughts on women <laughs> playing coy, playing hard to get? And how that affects romantic dynamics. And, and yeah. So uh, a family member of mine recently said that about that I should be more elusive. Okay. And um, I, I I was like, oh, what's the word? Not even like infuriated, incensed by that because yeah. I because it to me it minimalized any kind of like notion that there was like a mutual attraction there that it was my fault that this person right you know. Decided that they didn't want to be with me anymore. So I was um, quite hurt by that. And I, I think, I don't know. Why do you think, I mean, y'all are both in, psych, are all both psychologists. What do you <laughs> think the uh, psychology of that is from the men's perspective and from the male and female perspective? Like, why, God, why do women do that? Why, why does this book say that? Well, and, it's, well, I mean, look at the mating practices of any animal. Uh-huh. Right? Like the peacock, the male peacock puts his like feathers up and um, is prancing around and the women chase the peacock. So it's kind of interesting that that's how that goes because mm-hmm. it, it's opposite in a way. Yeah. Right? I do. I think it's like it's very evolutionary in nature. It's But that, but yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't, I think. It's like showing, not showing interest less, makes one side more attractive to you. But isn't that, isn't that true weird? on both sides? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it is true on both sides. That's what, that's what I, I didn't well, okay, so one. you know, is there something that maybe I can speak on? Is like if I'm talking to someone and like I'm just talking to them on an app or whatever, and they're always available, 
I wonder, why are you always available? Mm, yeah. Like, and so maybe that's kind of like the being more elusive. Um, like, do you have other things that interest you other than just trying to find someone to date and be with? And, and is that a bad thing? No. But yeah. um, at the same time, I want to date somebody who has other interests and who I'm not their world. For sure. I'll think more about that. For now, we have to go ahead and transition out. Shout out to Refuge, our sponsor bar. If you haven't got out there, go ahead and get out there. It's beautiful weather. Oh, it's my great. gosh. It's beautiful weather right now. Great outdoor patio. Um, get some of those sliders. They just <laughs> had a menu change, y'all. Those burgers, burgers turned into sliders. I'm a big sliders fan, so I was really excited about that. They did not disappoint. Head out there. Tell them talk dating to me sent you. Refuge on Franklin. Thanks for listening to Talk Dating to Me, presented by Refuge on Franklin, the best place for date night in Chapel Hill. Follow them on Instagram, Refuge on Franklin.